Wow. Welcome to just another show. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I want to start the episode off before we introduce ourselves by saying be Black History Month. Today is February 1st, so it's the first day. Second, Second. just kidding, guys. As you can tell, I have no life, so I don't keep up with the day. Um, but my name is Jade, and I'll be one of your hosts today. We uh, also have... Chet. George. George, stop being a nigga. I mean, every episode, George. Like, goddamn. I'm the tail. I always go last. Oh, okay. All right. We know <laughs> Glad you informed us. Great. Thanks, George. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, Negroes. Happy Friday. I thought it was Negroes. <laughs> you said what? I really thought it was the first. Like, I could have bet money on it and everything. <laughs> oh, no. Yesterday was the first because yesterday I got paid. So, uh. Hey. Um, all right. I get paid today. Dope, dope. Friday paydays. Dope. Every Friday paydays. No, that sounds good. Every Friday. Friday. You get paid every week? You lit. Yeah. So, um, it is Black History Month. Uh, I guess we're going to do a lot of different topics throughout the rest of this month. So um, what are we stopping? What are we starting with first, though? All right. So the first topic is going to be about black history. It's something that I've always thought about when I have kids. At what age do you start teaching your children about black history? And in what ways do you go about doing it? What do you guys have to say? I don't think it's ever too early to start teaching your kids about black history. I agree. Shit, even if they can't understand it. Teach them black history before the white man came, that's for sure. Man. (laughs) I definitely can vouch for that. I guess, yeah, that's true. I I think uh, in regards to to that, I think that we're – like where's the starting point? So how do you instead? Uh, one of the first things that I think with Black history is just the fact of being black and being okay with being black and being proud to be black. So instilling in your kids that you know you are a black king or queen, and knowing that you have the utmost confidence to do whatever the fuck you want to do, I think that's a good starting point. And then supplementing that with like books and like movies and um things of that nature to show them like you know give them that research that they need to to be able to educate themselves on their black history would be where I would start I think yeah but you got to make sure you don't give a bias point about being black yeah what kind of bias point I mean you can't like don't teach hate can't cuz obviously a lot of this stuff George is, George is definitely going to teach it. If he, if he gets to the point <laughs> right. where he understands what happened in history, I could see crack why. Crackers. Crack ass, crack. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to teach my kid to say crack ass crackers by at least uh, seven. Come on, man. Like, at least seven. Um, I'm be proud of that. That's the example we're going to set. I mean, I'm going to be proud. Hey, hey, man, I'm waiting for that call from the principal being like, yo, kid called another white kid a crack ass cracker. I was like, why? Did he do some crack ass 
cracker behavior? Is that what happened first? Was it called out of self-defense? Like, what, what are we talking about here? Like, what happened? Maybe that crack-ass cracker child did something to my black king or queen. Like, maybe that's what happened. Y'all <laughs> ain't shit. Whatever. <laughs> Real. So what what would uh what are some of the things like I guess what are some of the things that you would want to show your your kid like in particular like what books in particular what movies or speeches or anything like that would y'all show shit what age is the age appropriate yeah do you introduce slavery at five years old no but you can introduce them to like Princess and the Frog I did not see that movie first black uh, princess come on man. First black Disney princess, and just—I mean—that's a good start. Instead of showing them Frozen, the the struggles between two white girls. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I think that's a good start. Uh, <laughs> what else? Um, what what move? What what cartoons would y'all would y'all approve your kids watching in regards to, like, seeing black figures and stuff like that? Is it really anything nowadays? Because I mean, I don't see cartoons anymore, so I don't know what there is out there. Yeah, the only thing I could think—I mean, anything that I'm thinking of is like kind of old school. So I would show them if I could yeah. find it. I would show them like Static Shock. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I would show them Justice League to some degree, in regards to like. The Justice, the Justice League that had uh, the Green Lantern that was black. I would show him. I would show them that. Um, what else? I mean, y'all gotta think. Y'all, y'all, we all watch cartoons. We all watch cartoons. I'm trying to think. What was cartoons. Cartoons or movies or whatever. Kids watch to kind of demonstrate. Go go, go Island. Of course, for on Black Justice. History. Better than what? It's, uh, Static Shock. You think Wait, so? what did you say? Gullah Island. Gullah Island. I don't think I ever watched that. To be honest with you. Oh, you sleep, man. That's a damn shame. We gotta think this hard. It is. Um, would you? Oh, I have a question. Would you show them old. I get it. I, I have. A, would you show them the Bill Cosby Show? Yep. <laughs> Bill Cosby Family Matters. <laughs> In in light of what is going on with or has been going on with Bill Cosby, do we still show that as a as a thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, See. <laughs> I mean, it's I iffy just because of everything that he's that's like come out about him now. It's like, mm-hmm. do I really want that type of role model in my child's mind? Mind, pretty well, much. Role model on TV, not the court, though. Yeah, but it's like he's gonna grow up and realize, like, oh my god, right? My mom had me looking up to this guy who out here raping bitches, right? And it's an iffy line just because it's like that's really all we have to show our kids, but I don't think that's all we got. I mean, we can show them just like black shows, like for example, like if they get to like eight. Nine years old, we can show him Martin. We can show him Fresh Prince of uh, Bel Air. We can show him, huh? Black-ish. Yeah, we can show him Blackish and Grownish when they're a little older. Yeah, yeah Grownish. Um, 
we could show them if and it's unfortunate because we would have to like find all of these things that's why i want to have like like a like a big ass collection of like old school shit so like sister sister proud family um it's proud family yeah like uh what else um the steve harvey show like all that old school shit i want my kid to think that it's 1998 like basically they're gonna be watching a bunch of old shit yeah, we're binge watching that right now. That shit is lit. What? Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, okay. Okay. Living single. Living single. Um, in terms of like sticking to car cause I guess so if we if we uh fast forward to like when they have a little bit more sense about themselves and they're starting to discover themselves as having their own identity let's say like between the ages of like 13 and like 15, like what would we, what would we want to show them then? Cause then we can kind of take the cover off and be like, yo, roots. It's, it's real out here. Exactly. That's the first thing I was going to say. Roots. Roots. That's a long, that's a whole summer, bro. 12 years a slave. 12 years a slave. That's a good one. Birth of a freaking nation for 100%. I would show them that. Shoot, both of them, the old one and the <laughs> Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> Um, I would definitely show them Django. Um, what else? What about some of like the speeches? Like, would we show them? Um, let's gear. Okay, let's gear it to like like gender specifics, I guess. So, if a, a little boy, like a thirteen, fifteen year old boy, like what would you show them compared to what you would show like a thirteen, fifteen year old girl? I don't know what that is. I just that rape is real and he needs to not mess with these little girls. I mean, that's like a. Any little boy. I mean, you gotta show service. you gotta show both sides of that though, Jade. You gotta show both. You, you gotta show that to your your, your, your your little boy, and you gotta make your little girl aware that. Um, but we're not talking about the little girl right now. We're talking about the little boy. Okay, so you would show. So what would what what exactly would you tell him about like rape and stuff? To be careful. <laughs> that it's fucking wrong. And if you ever put a girl in that predicament, don't. Even if she said it was okay and then she changed her mind. If she changed her mind, she wishy-washy and you don't want her anyway. I mean, you're going to have to explain to him a lot of shit. Like, you're going to have to explain to him now this new thing. It's like, well, not new, but like this thing, this idea of verbal cues. Like. I'm not even touching that. See, <laughs> don't exist. I mean, <laughs> like uh, body language and and things of that nature. You're gonna have to teach him about that. Just stay um, away from it. I mean, it's no different than uh, you know, trying to keep your your little boy. Like, there's when you have a little boy, you try to keep him out of the streets and you try to keep him out of jail. When you have a little girl, you try to keep him off the pole. Try to keep him away from drugs. Um, how to navigate around men and how to navigate around men so I, I think there's a little bit more nuance to it um i think both the male and female at that age need to understand like what rape is and not even not we don't even have to go just just starting with sexual assault i think before we even get to the rape part like just knowing how to talk to the opposite sex the right way wait um, sexual assault not rape well, there's, I think there, isn't there like levels to this shit? Like before you get to the rape, isn't there like 
sexual mm-hmm. assault first and sexual harassment. Like those Sex- are the tiers of rape is a sexual assault. Yeah, but rape is like the ultimate sexual assault, isn't it? Is that, that's like the, that's, that's like the. I mean, you can assault without rape. But rape is still definitely a sexual assault. Yeah, but the way you said it, you said it isn't sexual assault, rape. All harassment is not rape. All, yeah, all harassment isn't rape. Right? Wait, you said it was like. Never mind. Forget it. Y'all are confusing me. I know what I say. God damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm saying that there's tears to it. I thought, I, I mean, I, I in my head, I could be wrong about it, but I was just like, I feel like rape is the ultimate, like, is like the ultimate end all be all sexual, like sexual assault. But before you get to sexual assault, there is also sexual harassment, which is, I'm not gonna say that it's lighter, but it's something that usually happens beforehand. Like you talk to a girl a certain type of way, hey, yo, bitch. Like that happens before. If you don't correct a AO bitch, then it will turn into grabbing ass, grabbing ass, which will then turn into digital insertion, which will then turn into you pulling a girl into the alley because you think it's okay because everything else that you did, like it's a rollover effect in my head. So I'm like, if you start at just being able to talk to this woman, showing your boy, like this is how you talk to women, this is how you treat women, you may not ever have to. You nip it in the bud before it festers, kind of thing. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um, what else? So thirteen, fifteen. What would what would we say to our? Um, is there any examples of what we could show that to? I mean, because having a talk is one thing, but then like having examples is another. It's like, hey, look at this situation, like. Aziz Ansari, or Harvey Weinstein, or Big Bill Cosby. Do we show and like explain these these things that's happened in the past to help have that talk? That's a must. Hey, what what age should they start teaching sexual education in the schools? I think it should happen immediately. Well, not immediately, but it should be. It should happen sooner rather than later. I think my yeah. I think it should be younger than what it is because. Nowadays, these little kids be sticking their little peepees and other people's little insertions. Don't know what's going on, but they know that they saw that on this one website. And plus, the internet is like so ready now. Like you can get any type of information. So it's up to parents, to adults, to teachers to be kind of informing these kids on what they need to know. Mm. Way before your. 15-year-old is stuck somewhere with a goddamn baby. Yikes. Um, I think, yeah, it needs to happen before. I, I think the, the way that is set up in, uh, in, in this country anyway um, is that we, have, we start the conversation the minute that they, have, they start having hormones. So like sixth grade is usually when kids start experiencing um, their hormones start to kick in. Um, and I think that I should just start maybe two years prior to that so that it helps prepare them to deal with their fucking hormones when it happens instead of like, what the fuck is this? And then you shove a book in their face and it's like, this is what sexual ed is. And it's like, it's a lot at once, you know? And that's if, that's if, that's if you even have sexual ed in your, in like your district of schools or whatever. Cause some schools don't even teach that shit. I don't think. 
Yeah. Um. So what? What about a? Uh, what about a little girl? Like, what would you? What would you tell a little girl? And about- it's so. It's so interesting with the little girl because, for me as a female, I feel like a lot of the conversations for girls are created because of guys in a weird way. Let me explain. So you tell you tell a, a little girl you don't need to dress a certain way because men will sexually assault you. Or you tell a girl you don't need to act a certain way because men will sexually harass you. Or you tell a girl you don't need to talk to anybody when you're walking down the street even though you're generally a, a nice person and you just saying hi to everybody because you're fucking southern <laughs> they will beat you up in the alley like it and that that's just me and my personal experience it always being like a cause and effect situation so it, it was never like oh jade this is like female stuff that you should know it was more like hey jade don't get sexually assaulted so I would just teach my I would just try my best attempt at keeping my daughter aware of everything. That's not just little boys. That's little that's everybody. I that's all that but if I have a boy or a girl, I think it's going to start like even with the black history things like stuff like that, love yourself, love who you love who you, you know, what you're made of and your roots and all these different things, but just being self-aware um I think helps in that regard. Like don't trust everyone that comes up to you and don't trust everybody who you happen to just meet because y'all are in school together and y'all take the same class together and y'all sit next to each other like just be skeptical of everybody and I don't mean that in a paranoid kind of way I just mean that in a like just scope things out because I feel like if we if if I, I, I would hope that if you have that type of mentality you'd be able to catch things faster and kind of know and then be able to deal with it before you know it escalates it's like this nigga is kind of weird so i'm gonna not talk to this nigga no more kind of but see this is this is my thought process it's a little weird i'm gonna go ahead and admit that now but my thought process is where is the real issue coming from like why are we telling little girls that they need to be aware and keep their eyes open but we're not as like like I, I, I feel like there's an issue mm-hmm. the whole questioning and the information that we're giving girls that I feel like a lot of time isn't given to guys like guys are told oh if you hit her that means you like her and girls are told oh if he hits you that means he likes you so now girls walking around 26, 27, being beat up by a nigga because she thinks that he like him. Wait, what? Like, so hold on, so hold on, so hold on. So wait a second. For the record, that 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 might not be true. I've always been told, and I at speaking, I've always been told that if a girl kicks you or hits you, she likes you. That is a that is a fact. Like we, we have to stop that too. I think I think that's that's definitely a thing where girls, particularly like younger girls, just run up and start hitting niggas because it's playtime and that's not true that's assault and you shouldn't uh accept it as just 
oh, well, maybe she likes me. And I don't think girls should just be walking around hitting boys because it's cute and they're eight years old. I think that breeds an idea of women feeling like it's okay to put their hands on anybody, not just men. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's a thing. I would I would definitely tell my girl that like don't put your hands on nobody. Um, keep your hands to yourself. I think everyone could use that lesson for sure, um, male or female. What's crazy is hitting physically hitting your crush at that age is nothing that's taught. It's like it's something that they naturally do or we naturally did. That's also true. <laughs> it's, it is that's, why, that's why we have to teach that those behaviors. Are, are wrong as much as everybody wants to say that like we have animal instincts those things can be taught to do other things like you can be taught to I don't know not rape people you can be taught to I don't know not put your hands on anybody you can be taught to I don't know respect your elders <laughs> like right you can be taught to yeah. do your homework and clean your room and all these other things right I wasn't taught those things but yeah what? <laughs> I didn't do homework. That's why I'm not in school. Wow. Well, see, they maybe, maybe. I don't know. See, where where we at? Maybe we, you know, this is a good, this is a good idea. If you it snowballs, right? You don't do your homework. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a yeah. That's a, oh fuck you, nigga. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, so fast forward. So this is the last iteration. Fast forward now. Your child is graduating high school. What are you showing? Your, huh? I just said, "Oh shit, nigga, my bad." Yeah. Uh, what are you showing your eighteen-year-old boy or or uh, girl um, in regards to like Black history, loving themselves? Um, hopefully, by this point, uh, they they have a sense of you know, foundation and morals and, and things that they like understand, but people struggle with like, so, um, being self-conscious and like, um, self-aware even at that age, even at the age we all are at right now. So like, how would you talk to your boy or girl in regards to like black history and what images you'd be able to show them now. Like, now you can show them, like, everything, right? Because they're 18, they're grown. So you can show them Selma. You can show them, you know, images of, like, hanging trees and um, what they did. You know, pictures of Emmett Till, for example, Trayvon Martin, all of those things. If they haven't already looked it up on their, on their own. I mean, to be honest, I would show that to them before they leave the house. You would show that to them before they leave the house. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So depending on, because you don't know how people are going to take things, right? So at least Mm. you showing showing them these images, you can at least kind of help guide their thought processes and just get a feel of how they feel about it right right then and there instead of them being off at college. And then the next person sitting in class is some little white boy who got something to say. Yeah. I uh I think in 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 the midst of all of this stuff, I'm teaching my children like self defense, like a motherfucker. I'm talking about all kinds of shit: boxing, jujitsu, kickboxing, everything. and how to use a gun, and how to use a gun. Um, all of that shit. Uh, that's important too. Um, but yeah, it, it I I think there's an equal amount of fear 
at least as a person who wants to have children one day, like it's an equal amount of, I used to think like, if I had a boy, like, fuck, like this is going to be terrifying. Every time he leaves the fucking house, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen to this nigga. And I never really gave much thought to like, well, my daughter is going to be a little bit smarter than my boy. I would think because girls are usually smarter than boys. So that she'd be all right. But now it's like, nah, they, they it's an equal amount of fear. My girl leave the house, something could happen to her. Some asshole could be around her. She could be dating this terrible dude and end up in a bad situation. My boy could leave the house, get pulled over, end up in a bad situation. This is bad situations all over. Like, you could, your child is damn near like an endangered, targeted species the minute they leave the house. And it's, uh, that's a lot to deal with. And they don't understand, you know what I'm saying? Because who the fuck, I mean, who the fuck listens to like their, you think you're invincible at that age. It's like, I'm just going to this party. I'm just going to the mall. I'm just staying after with my teacher because we need, like, she needs to help me with my grades. And then all of a sudden, all of these things can turn into really negative situations. Like, (laughs) he's just going to school. Or you could just, I'm just walking to class. My teacher's way. Fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, it could get real crazy. Um, I still think I would be preaching self-awareness. Just be aware. I need you to have the senses of Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. like, like that's the only thing I would be really kind of pushing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if we're showing them Trayvon Martin and, like, Emmett Till and Michael Brown and all of these different things, like, how else are, how how else are we gonna like curve their idea of like an enlightenment of black history? Like you can do whatever you want because you know you're you're black. Like you're you're dope as fuck already. I got I got two books that I'd give for my children to read around high school time. Okay, and that would be. Uh, Grounding with My Brothers by Walter Rodney. Nice. And Cap- Capitalism and Slavery by Eric Williams. Dope. Um, that, yeah, that's dope. I, w- I would give them, I would probably give them Charlemagne's book, Black Privilege, for sure. And I would probably give them the book that I'm reading right now, um, Between the World and Me. I think that's the name of the book. By Tanasi Coates. Um, super dope. Super, super, super dope book. Um, I think that I think that's a big thing. I think all of our I think we can all agree like regardless of a boy or girl, we want our children to read like a mother like a maniac. You know, yeah. I want to have like a big I want to have my own library of just dope ass books in my house, like, <laughs> um, because they could be reading books that people recommend them, but they could be the wrong they they could be learning the wrong the wrong shit. Just like how they can go on the internet and find facts, but it's the wrong facts. It's incorrect shit. So we gotta check multiple sources. Yeah, teaching them that too for sure. Be skeptical. Um, what would we? It's interesting. What would you tell a a a black girl going to college at eighteen? Like, Jade, what would what would you tell? What would you tell your daughter? Eighteen years old. She she about to go to um. Are we gonna name a college? She's gonna go to Georgia Southern. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have sex. <laughs> I would tell her just from personal experience. I don't know. 
I'd say older people don't want to be your friends. Uh-huh. Uh, be cautious of an older person that wants to be your friend or date you. Is that like an uh, older male or older female in particular? Just older yeah. person? Okay. Either, honestly and truly. Mm-hmm. Um, love yourself, man. Love your fucking self. Because nobody else is going to do it for you. You dope all by yourself. You don't need other people. <laughs> and lastly, get your ass to fucking class. <laughs> and don't take no 8 a.m. classes, fucking devil. Mm. What about you, George? What would you tell your daughter? 18 years old, she's going to... I'm going to pick a different school. She's going to... Uh, she's going to uh, Fort Valley. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> what, are you t- what are you telling your 18-year-old who has a full-ride scholarship? She has a 3.7 GPA out of high school. Smart, bright as hell. Beautiful baby girl, 18, staying in dorms. What you telling her? Um, Why my daughter ain't get all of this? <laughs> well, shoot. Well, one of my ass, do you really want to go to Fort Valley? She got a full ride. That's where she wants to go. I had a full ride. I didn't go to Payne College. Uh. Well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fort Valley. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> stay for with the record, uh, people, Before you answer, George, for the record, me and George are uh, part of Greek organizations, so these schools mean a little bit different uh, <laughs> to us than. Uh, then the common then the common people just for the record, uh we've, we've seen some insane things at these schools. Go ahead. Go. Stay away stay away from all Greeks. <laughs> all of them. Stay away from all the Greeks. Find you some regular ass friends that you buy with that you actually don't don't conform to try to make friends. Be you and make your friends that match your personality. Mm-hmm. They'll come. Friends will come. That's true. And then I tell her, uh, I know you're probably going to be drinking, but probably <laughs> be responsible. If this is her daughter, she's definitely going to be drinking like fucking fish. <laughs> She's going to be glad to be out the house. I'm tired of these, all these books about crack ass crackers. I want to see what white people look like for real. <laughs> 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 we'll be going to Fort Valley then. That's true. That's true. What would you tell? What would you tell your kids? Uh, chat. Oh, for real. Like, yo, this first year in college is gonna be. Mm. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a different school. You have a, and I'm picking daughters uh, for a reason for the for the men. I'm picking a different school. Uh. Oh man, I have a bad joke about. That's a bad joke. I was gonna say Michigan State. That's not a good joke. Um. Yeah. That's a that's a bad joke. Uh, let's see. Well, shoot, Alex was white, though. He clearly has a type. Well, but I, I, I'm not touching that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another another crazy school in Georgia. Uh, Howard's too easy, so can't use Howard. We're gonna use what are the other HBC Savannah State? Man, over there on the coast too. Mm-hmm. Savannah State, Savannah State University. 
baby girl. She got a 3.7, full ride, smart as hell. She's into agriculture and poetry. Some two weird, dope combinations. <laughs> Throwing everything. I'm glad you said she's smart as hell then. <laughs> but Her, she's new. She's 18. I'm going to let her know. Your first year in college is going to be the most difficult one. And I'm not even talking about class. Man. I understand, like... The it wasn't other... that bad for me, but... It wasn't? Oh, my God. Well, I was nervous. I was nervous about just being... Like, just getting my work done. So maybe that's why it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I was a nerd. I don't know. Getting like... acclimated to grown women instead of little high school ones? Come on. Playing sports. Uh, but yeah, what would, you, what would you tell your daughter? Yeah, like like I said first, it's going to be the most difficult time. Uh, Savannah State, though. Savannah State, bro. Lit, HBCU and all that shit. Right by the coast. What's that street? You know, that famous ass street in Savannah? That, um, that's like, uh, what is it? Orange, no, Orange Crush. Isn't that in Savannah too? Oh, yeah. Orange Crush is in Tybee. It's not too far off, though. Yeah. All that shit going on, mad activity, dumb action. Just let know that as long as you're using my car. Anything extracurricular I'm paying for, you have the answer to me. You still don't own anything until you get get a job. Can't tell yourself. her that when she got her freedom. Out. That's how she's gonna come back pregnant. Right. <laughs> yo, hey, yo. She ain't working. What she gonna pay for? Bro, you just, hey man. Shit, shit. Jay, did you? Uh, you're you're a good example for this. Did you have niggas paying for stuff for you when you was in college? I'm sure every pretty girl did at some point. Just I mean. See? Let me make sure I don't raise a pimp. <laughs> Shit, but I would raise a pimp. Somebody would pay for something Shit. for me. It's not like I would turn it down. I would accept it very graciously and I would tell them thank you a lot. Like, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm raising an asshole, quote unquote, free girl. Like, I, I honestly think I'm ugly, but that's a whole other subject. I, I, I mean, if, if somebody gives me something that they've worked hard, to like purchase and I'm gonna be appreciative of that like you care about me enough to spend your little change and we all in college so we I know y'all ain't got no damn money that's real nigga shit minus that one guy he wasn't in college but that's that's another story for another day so the moral of the story is if she can get if she's not using your money she's gonna use somebody's so can't tell her that <laughs> I'm gonna tell her to go to class and how 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 would you tell her to like explore just like her blackness, like what would you um, recommend her do while she's in college? Because that's a good, I mean, that's like the best time, right, to explore that. But some kids don't know how to do it. Take an African American history class. I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. They had that. I don't think we had that. At, I don't think they had that at Poly. Well, I mean, we went to a predominantly white school. So. <sighs> I mean, well, I know for sure. I hope to get most of these experiences out with them. Like, I want to go visit HBCU while they're in middle school, high school, mm-hmm. so they get used to being around the numbers of black people to see the success of, that African Americans have. Um, even down to drinking, my son and daughter is not getting their first drink on a college campus. I'm gonna have my son and daughter toast. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I might. I'm not. I might start my kids. Or, well, I'm not gonna say that. I my my yeah. They gonna know what yeah, they get themselves mind. into. I'm not gonna incriminate myself. As uh, somebody who started drinking in middle school, I completely approve of that. 
Yeah, I started very, very young. I will say that. My first real, real drink was a Four loco before Four loco changed their recipe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's what I thought with liquor. I thought there was no other liquor out there. I was like, oh my God, this is it. And this is all I'm going to drink for the rest of my life. This is amazing. What else is there to drink? And then I got to college and I was like, oh, vodka? That is, that is tragic. <laughs> that's amazing. Hennessy? Wow. Who knew? Like, that's kind of what my experience was. Um, <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, I was, yeah. But that's a story for another day. I have a quick question, though, like sure. for everybody, really. What was y'all's thought on your first day of college? Um, this is kind of going off the. I guess we could. We might be able to have that conversation on another podcast. Like our 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 individual college experience, because and that's interesting because it's going to be different. But we all went to the same college, so that's going to be fire. We're doing show prep on the show, but that's fine. It's all good. It's transparent. Um, that might be for next week. Actually, Chad is writing it down. Good job, chat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna go. Uh, I definitely want to hear some answers for that one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be a fun podcast. Um, okay, are we done? We spent forty five minutes. minutes on that. Um, so clearly, it's very important. Yeah, we'll do that one next week for. Uh, okay, so I think we should transition before we hit the Grammys, because um, that's going to be a fun topic. We're going to have to talk about something that's not so fun. <laughs> um, the Trump State of the Union. Uh. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spend... I'm kind of... Unfortunately, with the type of podcast we want to do, obviously... Um, we, we want to be informed and inform our people and our listeners about these things. But to be honest, I'm tired of giving my energy to Trump. <laughs> like, I, would, I, I would rather not talk about this nigga, to be honest. Um, but we have to, I guess. So I have an article here from CNN Politics, um, CNN.com. And it basically gives a, a six takeaways from Donald Trump's first State of the Union speech. So I'm just going to go through each one. And then um, at the end of each one, we'll just really quick give our opinions on that. So the first one is America first. Trump ran and won on the idea that he would always put our country first. And boy, did he make good on that promise in his State of the Union address. For the first hour of his speech, Trump talked nothing, talked about nothing but domestic policy, tax cuts, the economy, trade, uh, regulatory reform, immigration, um, and all that type of shit. Uh, the signal is clear. Trump is not just using America first as a piece of rhetoric. He's heavily focused on making it a policy, making it a policy reality as well. So... Uh, just to take the first stab at it, I think it's hilarious that he talked about immigration reform and immigration and how the people coming into this country are the ones that are causing all of the problems when clearly, clearly the true, and we talked about this on the other podcast, on, the main threat to America is the white man. Duh. So I, it's very funny how he uh, 
how he's continually continuously chopping it up to that. Um, do y'all have any thoughts on on his idea of America first? Mm. Nope. Yeah, America first. Like, I think he thinks that like if we if we just care about America and not the rest of the world, America just the rest of the world will blow up and America will just be here. And it's like, dude, that's not how it works. <laughs> right. So whatever. Uh, I was actually watching a video by uh, Now This Politics. What they were basically saying is that, because clearly I did not actually watch it, but I did watch a lot of videos and read a few right. articles about it. But this man said a lie every 4.5 minutes. Is that what they, they calculated that out? That's how they calculated it. That's wild. <laughs> every 4.5 minutes, you done made some shit up. And people just going along with it, just clapping away. How you even got the time? Mm-hmm. They said that 30 minutes of the speech was applause. 30 minutes of the hour and a half. So basically a third of the speech was applause. Ain't no way. That's, that's fucking crazy. And then he, he told a bold-faced lie on Twitter. On Twitter. When, are, when does he ever not lie on Twitter? But he was like, uh, it was the most watched uh, and popular speech um, ever. Like State of the Union speech ever with like 45.3 million views or some shit like that. And that's not true because Obama's last state of the union address had like 48.5 million views. So he just bullface lied on that one. Where's he? His head. He's getting, he's getting information from his head. He just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see it being that much, especially since I didn't watch it. And even my great grandma who always watched politics and stuff like that. She ain't even watching. She's so done with him. Celebrity in chief. That's what it is. Um, what's another thing? Oh, did you want to say something? Okay. Uh, what's another thing? Let's see. Um, bipartisanship. We're not talking about bipartisanship. He basically claims that Republicans and, and Democrats need to work together when in reality, he's not even that's a lie because he's pulling them apart. At this point, he doesn't care about any side. He's just in there just fucking shit up. He is. He really is. He's undoing everything. The only good thing he wrote into law was that for every GI Bill. Want to talk about that for a quick minute? Because that's a, that's a hot take as hell. Like, something that Trump did that was good? Where they do that at? Well, he signed it into law. I don't know right. if he was behind. That's my did he do it? Or did I mean, the final press come out once he was in office? <laughs> so he was like, "Might as well go ahead and sign this." I mean, no, no. So, but, mm-hmm. Most ahead. most acts like that, a president doesn't come up with the actual law themselves. But right. somebody in Congress, I guess, was working on it, and I think it was the third of January. He signed it into law. Which so what does it do? For anybody who separated after 2013, separated from what? The military that are eligible for the GI Bill, instead of having the 15 year expiration date on the first time you use it, it's pretty much like it lasts forever. 
It pretty much gets rid of that 15-year expiration date. Damn. Yeah. Well, he does love his army, so um, he, he's going to take care of, of y'all, even though he's going to he's, he's gonna send y'all to war for no fucking reason, but yeah, all right. If that's uh that's that's a good thing that Trump did. Like that seemed okay, cool. Um another another um I'm on uh, topic four out of six now. So Trump as the Obama eraser. Much of Trump's pitch as a candidate was uh was the anti anti uh anti Barack Obama. And Republicans who in Obama saw everything they disliked about big government liberals. Uh, ate it up. So basically what they're saying is, is like Trump is proud and it was pushing the idea of all of his works that he did. He's been doing big things and really in reality what he's been doing is actually taking the things that were already in place and just reversing them. That's literally all his, his whole presidency is, is, is doing. He's not doing anything forward. He's just going back and undoing shit and being like look at all of the things that we're doing. Like it's I've watched so many like interviews of people talking to people that voted for Trump and they're all like, yeah, he's going to get us better insurance and we're just so glad to have Obama out the office. <laughs> and it's like, first of all, nothing was, well, there was definitely stuff wrong with the Affordable Care Act. Like premiums were high as shit. But instead of getting rid of it, why not? tweak it to make it cheaper for the average American. Like, Jade Nayula Hardiman Willis does not have insurance right now because it was like 300 fucking dollars. Like, that's that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But instead of just completely trying to ruin it for people and you can't even join back after you can't get in because it's too expensive, you, you're just fucked. So people are not able to continue with the Affordable Care Act because they can't afford it. And that's instead of saying, hey, let's look for ways to kind of cut costs here and cut costs there so we could get some niggas some insurance. And I think um, it, oh. it should be a point of order to note that, like, the Affordable Care Act and the Obamacare is damn near the same shit. But they're the same they're thing. so damn near. It's the exact same it's, thing. It's the same thing, but people don't know. Like, I think they did a poll. I don't remember who did the poll exactly. Um, but it was a very it was a very popular poll at the time where um, someone was going around and asking, uh, do you like the Affordable Care Act or do you like the Obama? Uh, do you like Obamacare? And people just because Obama was in the name were just like, oh, no, the Affordable Care Act is way better. But in reality, it's the same shit. So they people don't even know the fucking difference. Um, but that's the thing. That's how they that's how they were able to sabotage Affordable Care Act by ca- calling it Obamacare and making it like this quote unquote bad thing that wants to take all your money and force you to have insurance and all this other stuff. While yes, the Affordable Care Act did have its kicks in the ass, it was still like a good thing because the Republicans it had kicks in the ass, right? Like if the Republicans weren't trying to back. Uh, pretty much kick Obama in the ass. I'm sorry I'm cursing so much. It's been a long day. I mean, we can kick Obama in the ass. Premiums probably would have been cheaper. You probably would have been able to get more things. And also, Trump take away like, the, like companies having to give 
people good insurance. Like, I'm pretty sure he took that away, too. So now you out here paying for $2 dentist or tooth insurance or whatever, and you can't even afford a cleaning. Yeah. You don't even know what kind of insurance is your own company has given you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, a lot of white, a lot of people and white people in particular don't even realize that what he's doing, particularly in healthcare, uh, affects the poor whites probably more because they take up more of the population. Um, and they still, they're still just gung ho Trump. And they're like, he's like sweeping the rug under y'all feet, you retards. Like, y'all don't even know. Like, y'all don't even realize like the shit that y'all um, are trying to take away. Like, for example, food stamps. Like, pe- like white people are always like, black people and minorities are always using all of the food stamps. No, white people use all the goddamn food stamps. That's where the majority of the food stamps go to. There's a lot of poor white people in this country, and I'm not sure this country is actually ready to admit that. Like, there's more yeah. poor white people in this country that have to take advantage of food stamps and these healthcare things and um, um, uh, uh, federal, just federal assistance in general um, than the country is willing to admit. They, want, they would rather paint it as the minorities are the ones that's taking up all of these funds. The minority is the ones, well, we, why are we working so hard to do all of these things when the minorities need to pick themselves up by the bootstraps? It's like... Which is very weird because as the people who want to, like, help their own race and all this other stuff... You would think that they would want to admit that so that they can get better benefits for their own people. Nah, they they don't they don't have they don't have the the moral compass to admit that they have faults. That is why we are in a situation where this the middle this country, particularly the middle America, thinks that terrorism is the biggest like international terrorism is the biggest threat to this country. When in reality, it's you niggas in middle America. That is the biggest threat to this country. It's your, it's, it's your, it's your, it's your brother. It's your husband. It's your cousin with all of these bow cuts. If we're going to stereotype hoods, we need to start stereotyping bow cut hairstyles from white men who look like walking around <laughs> looking like mushrooms. Okay. Like we need to start stereotyping that shit. We need to start ter- stereotyping white men with bald heads and tattoos in their head. We need to start stereotyping that shit. Pull them over. Like, those are the people that you need to be worried about because those are the motherfuckers that are shooting up places. Someone literally, like, I think, was it last week? A school got shot up by some white girl or some shit like that? Or some, or there was this girl um, in middle school who stabbed this other girl 19 times because she was trying to imitate the Slender Man game Oh yeah. It's just like, bitch. And I I'm I'm like, what are you doing? And if we were to play a game of guess what race it is, she's white. Like, I'm just I don't know. I don't understand why like all of these things can keep continuously ha- like happen and especially like the mass shootings and stuff like that. It's white people, particularly white men. So get the white men the fuck up out of here. Like, it's just that simple. But this country is too um arrogant to admit that white men are the problem because white men built the country and that's what they're fighting for they're and that's fighting, what they're fighting for fighting to keep it that's what they're fighting for um oh I, hey it's a, it's, a, it's a sad topic i know but we're almost done we're almost done we'll get back to the shit um uh he 
we don't even have to talk about DACA because DACA, I mean, that's just a shit show. He jettisoned DACA. He pushed the repeal of the individual mandate. He stripped out the regulation after the regulation was put into place by Obama. So the people that actually like are supposed to enforce and the laws that are in place for DACA, he ripped all that enforcing like that those regulations out. Um, Trump has been doing a lot of that, ripping out regulations of shit. So people can just do whatever the fuck they want. Um, he also plans on keeping uh, Gitmo, a.k.a. Guantanamo Bay, open in Cuba, even though Obama was pushing extremely hard to get that, that, that prison closed. I don't really have a dog in that fight. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, you said what, Jay? I just laughed. <laughs> um, and... He didn't even men- he he mentioned uh, Russia once, the great unmentioned. Um, he only he only mentioned it one time, no surprise there. Um, he didn't mention his sexual allegations in the court cases that he has coming up in regards to that, no surprise there either. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was just a it was just a a, a a shit show. Like there were just a bunch of claps and applause and and in, like entertaining kind of celebrity type of fucking the, the apprentice type shit going on in that damn speech. Like I said, 30 minutes of the speech, they counted it was all applause. They were literally I I I, I heard a clip of it um a couple of days ago. He was literally just saying words. America, clap, applause. Woo! Um strong clap applause just applause for no reason literally after every word they're just applauding just applauding for nothing like literally any of any one of you can say anything and it would just get an applause like stupid um the last thing was that uh he related the mexican community um let's see let me write let me uh, the stagecraft of Trump's first State of the Union was outstanding from the families who lost loved ones to the MS-13 gang. So I think that there was a there was a there was a uh, a parent that had lost their child, their daughter, actually, to gang violence, particularly MS-13, which is the most dangerous gang in the country, if I'm not mistaken. It's a Mexican gang. And mm-hmm. he used to talk about Mexico and how people from Mexico are that yeah so now obviously he did that in the most white man way ever it was very it was very low cut like it was very like under the table like you know and it was a very good transition it was like look at this family over here their daughter was lost due to gang violence from ms-13 you know this this is why the mexican immigration policy and this wall is so important like that type of shit like that's the type of shit that so it's connected to because it's just dog whistle shit like dog whistle politics like Saying one thing but really meaning another, and people ate that shit up. So now everyone, not everyone in the country thinks that Mexicans are just MS thirteen terrible savages now, which is they are about that fucking stupid. Um, but and I mean that was pretty much the, the speech. Um, that was that's pretty much all I got from this article. Um, I'm I'm not I would normally say like if you want to have your own opinion for it, you know, go 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 listen to the speech. Nah, 
You don't have to listen to it. <laughs> no, don't even waste your time. Don't even waste your time, bro. Um, especially if you're black. You don't have time to listen to this speech. You know why? Because it's Black History Month. All right? You don't have time, okay? Um, you, don't need, you don't need nothing to disrupt our lovely spirits during this lovely Black History Month. Um, so that's it about Donald Trump. Do y'all have any final thoughts on the Orange King? Uh, you said what? I'm just counting down the days. Orange King. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the amount of you're counting down the days, Jade. <laughs> you know how many days that is? Nope, I haven't counted yet, but I'm counting now. <laughs> That's a lot of days. Yeah, I shit. I drive. I go crazy. Uh, In my mind, this four years is already over. So I'm. I'm. <laughs> four years, man. We got uh, seven more. I mean, real quick, do y'all think he's gonna make it to four years? In the air. Don't like, even do that. Y'all think he's gonna make it the full four years? Man, I hope not. I think he is. I think he is. Unfortunately, well, we got to see what's in those declassified um, documents that they said they were gonna release. That's true. I mean, there's. I feel like there's always something being released about this stuff. It's it's damn near like if there's not a document that says if uh, unless Russia sends over a fax. Or a tweet that says, "Yes, we talked to Donald Trump." If that doesn't happen, like verbatim, they're just gonna keep investigating shit. Like the amount of data that they have right now, you would think they would have this man in handcuffs by now. It, I mean, they they should be calling for impeachment by now with all of the information that we we have, but they haven't. So until I don't know. Oh, I don't think they're ever gonna admit that they're like Congress and the government and everything. I don't think they're ever gonna admit they're wrong just yeah. because they. They bet on the wrong horse. Yeah, I think I'm, I think you're exactly right. <laughs> um, they gonna let this shit ride out, let him finish his turn, and just not let it come back. I hope this nigga don't come back. I can't deal with another four years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Happened? Was that last week? Grammys happened. This week past Sunday, last past week, yeah, last Sunday, the Grammys happened. Um, off top, I have to give um shout outs to Kendrick Lamar for winning three Grammys. Um, five. was it three, George? Five. Five. Wait, five total. Yeah. So he has seven. He's not. He has seven total now. No, he was nominated. Oh yeah, now he does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. He won his first Grammy before the show even fucking started. So shout out to that shit. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. Um, and I should have pulled this up. Uh, did you guys watch the Grammys? I watched his performance. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's performance was amazing. Um, but, you know, that's average. Amazing is average to Ken, Kendrick Lamar. Um, do y'all have any uh, first thoughts or comments on the Grammys? Any Grammy snubs, big wins? Did they get it wrong? Did they get it right? Did they? Kendrick was snubbed for album of the year. Okay, George thinks that Kendrick was snubbed for album of the year. I been thinking about it. I I after learn after understanding like what Bruno Hot ninety seven had an interesting take on it. Um, Peter Rosenberg in in terms of like what Bruno Mars is. Who won Who won album of the year for twenty four Karat? Magic, which was a really good album. 
But the argument at hand was like, well, it wasn't an original album technically. It was a it was a homage to New Jack Swing and that whole era of music. Um, so technically, it was just a sample. Like the whole album was just like a sample of music that I was already made. So in that regard, I can kind of see it. I I I don't think that uh. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't have been mad at Jay Z winning album of the year. They wouldn't have gave it to him. But do you think that if Twenty Four Karat Magic wasn't in um wasn't in the nominations that he would have won? Because who else was nominated for album of the year? Uh, no idea. Was it Kendrick, Jay Z? Uh, I'm looking it up now. Also, number number rapping black magic, if I'm mistaken. Yeah, I think there was a there was a problem with um the idea of the uh what you call it the Grammys. They only had like two black women total that were nominated, and that was a problem. Which it, I mean, it is, but um. They were upset about that. Okay, so record... No, that's record of the year. Album of the year. Uh, Awaken, My Love, uh, Childish Gambino, 444, Jay-Z, uh, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama by Lord, 24 Karat Magic. Those were the nominations. So if 24 Karat Magic wasn't there, I don't know about Lord. I know she's a big deal, or he. I don't even know if it's a male or female. It's a she. It's a she. Okay. Um... Childish Gambit. Yeah, Dan would have won. I think Dan would have got it. Why if, is Awaken My Love even up there? By Childish Gambino? Yeah. Why you say that? I couldn't stand it. Oh, damn. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It was, not going to lie. I didn't listen to all of it. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, full, dis- full disclosure. What the fuck does that mean? No cap. What does that mean? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who made that up? The Migos? Like, what? what is- uh, niggas been using that before. I mean, it's a land, it's a land of lingo. Oh, make it up. I don't know shit. I just, I don't know. But uh, okay. Well, yeah. If Twenty Four Karat Magic wasn't in there, damn, probably would have won. Cause Lord and Childish Gambino, stop it. And I mean, the only competition was Four Four Four. I feel like the Four 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 and Damn should have swept the Grammys, aside from Scissors Award, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, it should have absolutely sweat. It, either, either or would have been fine with me. Um, let's see. Do we want to talk about song of the year? Uh, no, rap song of the year. Um, let's see. Rap song of the year. I think. Mm. Uh, what one? What one for that, George? I'm looking for it, but it's, it's humble. Yeah. Oh, humble. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought that uh, the story of OJ should have got that because of Jay Z pretty much being like still nigga, and no matter what we do, we still niggas, and just having that song being played over and over and over again after the Grammys, like. And people actually talking about it, reading and why, well, watching the video, I think that would have been a big moment. Um, I'm not mad at Humble either. Um, 
The nominations was Bodak Yellow. I love Cardi B, but stop it. That's not going to happen. Chase Me by Brian Burton. I don't know who the fuck that is. Then you got um, Sassy. Don't know who the fuck that is either. So, yeah, again, the only two people in this competition for best rap song is Jay-Z and, Ken- and Kendrick Lamar. Um, and Kendrick won, so I'm happy about that. Uh, best rap album. Damn one best rap album. Not mad at that at all. He went against 444 Culture, Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody, which I have not heard, but I heard very good things about it, and Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator. So, again, Migos, love the Migos, shout out to them. No, not happening. Like, they're not, they're not winning a Grammy over Kendrick Lamar or Jay-Z. Um, Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody, you're not big enough yet, and Tyler, the Creator, just stop it. Um, so... I'm not mad at that. Uh, Chat, you have anything? Nothing? Didn't even hear Flower Boy. Nothing about Rhapsody. The only thing I know about Flower Boy is that Tyler Creator apparently came out on that album. Like, he announced that he had a gay experience or some shit in a song. I don't fucking know. I mean, the album is called Flower Boy. (laughs) Points. George, is there anything else you wanted to discuss about the Grammys? Before I get to and Pimple Butterfly last year, this you said what now? Say it again, George. Say Kendrick got snubbed for album of the year last year. Uh, who was the who was he running with? Like, who was the the nominees? Taylor Swift, bitch ass one. Man, I mean shit. Swish Swift sings about the same thing. Exactly. She does. Um, and it's really just a hook. Bitch, don't really sing. Oh, God, the Taylor Swift. I haven't listened to her song, probably any of her songs since like middle school, high school, early high school at that. Well, she's still a country singer then? I am going to have to look into this um, best R&B performance because SZA didn't win for that either. I guess okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go into the biggest snub, and and maybe George, you can um you can debate, but the biggest snub of the Grammys was fucking SZA not winning Best New Artist against freaking um Alyssa Cara, and the reason why this 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 makes absolutely no sense to me is because Alyssa uh, Alyssa Cara, first of all, the nominations: Alyssa Cara, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert. Julia Michaels and SZA. Those are the nominations. Alicia Carr won. Now, if you little Uzi Bird is technically not new, even though his 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 technically his debut album, um, Love Is Rage Two, came out this year, but he's not a new artist. I don't know who Julia Michaels is. And Khalid, Khalid is a big fucking deal. So even if SZA didn't win, I don't understand how she beat Khalid. Alicia Carr, Alicia Carr shouldn't even be in this conversation because she came out three years ago. Her debut. I haven't heard anything by her. She's she's the the girl that sings freaking um that one really popular song that I'm about to pull up right now. Um, stay. I'm about to play that shit. Matter of fact, hold on. Is it stay? No. What is what is that shit called? Uh-huh. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Awesome, <laughs> Shut up. You said what, George? He said probably something about burritos. Oh, that's petty. Stop it. She's from Canada. 
are up in the snow. Good times. What? They actually do that. You said what? Maple syrup in the snow. God damn the number of plays she got. How many plays she got? So what now? Where is it? Well, that's ridiculous. A half a billion plays? Damn. For stay? What the fuck is so special about stay? Okay, so she put uh, this one song. This is Lucius who she is, Jade. Give me a second. I'm about to play this shit right now. Got YouTube on uh, commercials. Hang on. That didn't come out this year. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so, <laughs> so okay, no, but this is this was her debut. This is her breakout song, right? And this is the this is the Grammy for best new artist. This song, her breakout song, came out in in 2015. How the fuck did she win best new artist? I don't I don't understand. I do not get it. It wasn't like, even late 2015. It wasn't even like it was in the middle of summer. It was the beginning of summer, rather May in May. Like this song came out. Like I, I just don't understand that shit. And then she tried to put out like some. Um, and I have nothing against the girl. Like no disrespect. I think she's dope. I actually like the song that I just played. But and she she put out a video and she was like, yeah, um, all of these people are sending me death threats and. Um, saying that my music sucks and saying that I'm ugly and all these different things, but I'm gonna keep prospering and all that stuff. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I, there's no, there's no problem with that. You don't deserve death threats. All I'm saying is, you should not have been in the category. For, yeah. Fuck your talent, like fuck your talent, fuck the singing, fuck all that shit. You literally should not have qualified for the category. That's like George. That's like. Or even Chad could probably relate to this. That's like Ken, that's like Kevin Durant winning um, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> how? 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 How does that happen? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. I don't. I don't get it. That's like LeBron James winning Rookie of the Year. Like, congratulations. He's been in the year the, the, the league what 15 years, 13, 15 years. He just won Rookie of the Year. Congratulations. Like, stupid. That's whack. I'm sorry. I think that's retarded. And I love SZA. If you have, if, if if the people who are listening haven't noticed, um, SZA is amazing to me. <laughs> I think SZA is great, and um, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna say nothing else more about that, but I think she's great. Um, anyway, can I just say real quick? Stay. Maybe it's Alyssa Cara. Maybe she did a a remix of it or something. But it was also. Um, a nomination for best pop duo slash group performance. So I'm thinking maybe she redid it and that remade her a new artist or something. I don't know. And she did it with Zed. And I don't know if you guys know who Zed is, but Zed is a big deal too. Um, in the white space of things. Um, that song. But either way, just I, wait a second. There's a, there's a description here. An artist will be considered for best new artist if their eligibility year releases achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical escape, the uh, musical landscape. The Man, fuck? Since she came out, like, my whole shit just got, like, just blown up, man. 
Like she was just she was everything when her album came out. Everybody was Fire, talking man. About it. People like it was talking about how much they liked it. Man, that album was made solely for females and I loved it. Like I loved that album. Like it was a really good album. Eric is like a woman on the inside, but like on the outside. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Like I'm just I don't know. I don't know. Let the people decide that. All I'm saying is this is amazing. That's all I'm saying. Man. Sister was great, bro. I love I don't get it. I don't know. Like she had all the side chicks in uh in a tizzy this year. I don't understand how she did out. And give them I mean, something to cheat to. She definitely gave them something to cheat to. Jesus Christ. How many girls is, are singing The weekend on Instagram right now? <laughs> like, right this second. Um, but shout out to SZA. And for to George's credit, if SZA had won just one of these awards, TDE would have had a clean sweep of the Grammys. Which would have been fire. But it didn't happen because somebody paid for Alyssa Cara to be in this... Um, this best new artist category, fucking Canada. Yeah, which and I, I'm not going. I'm not not for nothing. I know who did it. I'm not going to say it because they might sponsor us one day. So I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it. I'm just in case. But I, I feel like I know who paid for that shit. But whatever. <laughs> um, I did my research. Uh, anything else on the Grammys? Uh, did y'all see? Any clips of what people were saying? I know Jay Z running for president or Jay Z for twenty twenty was a thing, which was weird. Um, because that's I don't agree with that. But anything else? I just want to quickly say, I actually did not watch the Grammys, mm-hmm. and this is my reasoning behind it, and not really watching any awards shows. What okay. the fuck am I watching this shit for? They don't give a fuck about us. And it's not even on some, oh, we need to create our own show, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't need to do any of that. Y'all need to just be out there creating your music, creating your art, and just living life and not having this fucking popularity contest every fucking year. It's like how, you know, they come out with a new phone every year, even though you ain't even broke in the, the one from the year before yet. Jesus Christ. Okay. Somebody gonna need it. Yeah. Hey, but like I got a list of new artists I need to go check out. So yeah, there's definitely a different way to do that though. Yeah, I think um JG brought up a good point in the fact that it's like because on one hand it's like you know the Grammys always get it wrong. Like for example, and one day we're gonna have this conversation I guess on here about the Grammys and the biggest snubs ever of the Grammys because there are a lot of artists that don't have Grammys. For example, Bob Marley does not have a Grammy. Snoop Dogg has been nominated 17 times. He does not have a Grammy. Um, there are, though. Well, I, I mean, that's an argument we can have. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can, we can sit down and have that one day. Because that, that's an amazing conversation when you look back at, like, all of that stuff. But I think that um, it's interesting because, like, you have, like, the BET Awards, for example, or the NAACP Awards, for example. And they have award shows, and those award shows are for us, by us. Um, but we don't show up. True. Time. <laughs> uh, Jay Z and Beyonce are not going to sit front row. You're, they're, you always hear, you always hear like, "Oh, congratulations for such and such for winning the award." And then when it's time for them to come up for their speech, 
that you know someone else has to take it. Like my mother is accepting this award on my behalf, or Clyde Davis is accepting this award on my behalf. So it's like I there's a there's a thing about that too that we have to kind of be better about, um, as well. But I didn't watch the Grammys, but I am still interested in like who won what, and I I'm just glad that Kendrick Lamar has seven Grammys now because that just that just feels right. <laughs> that just feels great to know that he has seven. Um, and Kendrick Lamar inadvertently was responsible for Dave Chappelle getting his first Grammy for uh, best performance of the night, which was dope. Um, y'all have anything else on the Grammys? Uh, George, you have anything to say? Uh, fuck them crackers. Oh, TD gonna take over next year. Black Panther movie. It's gonna win album. It's gonna win movie album of the year. It better. It better win something. No, that's all I know. Damn, that's a category. I don't know. Yeah. George, you say yeah. Yep. Okay, dope. Yeah, they are gonna have to win something for that. Um. Make sure y'all go see it first week. Oh, I already got tickets to see it twice. Thursday and Saturday. <laughs> wow. So I'm seeing it on Thursday, and um, I'm going to see it in 3D on Saturday. So I am fully dedicated. And I'm trying to see it again on Friday. Oh, yeah, so let I'm... me know how that 3D works. It's <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not playing with this movie. Um, and if you don't have tickets to go see the movie, you might be as, um, as out of luck because a lot of the theaters are already sold out. Um. And we're going to talk more about Black Panther and our expectations and what this movie should be and things of that nature. Uh, and I just feel like really have all the asshole comments. I just feel like with Black Panther come out, coming out this year, I don't want to see any commercials for any movies talking about best film of the year. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> It better not. Um, I don't know. I think the best, the be- technically the best selling, um, the best, se- the, the highest selling movie of all time, Avatar, The Blue People. I don't, I don't know how many awards it won. Like, so I don't know if if you can have the best movie selling wise and still end up winning like Academy Awards and shit like that. Well, no, it's the like you always see the commercials and people say. Oh, this is going to be the best film of the year. Ain't even came out yet. Nobody has oh, yeah. seen this movie. I know half of those be from film festivals, so they don't even be in theaters. You just catch right. them on Netflix. But ain't shit touching Black Panther this year. Hopefully. Probably not next year either, if we're being completely honest. I can't yeah. go in with my expectations too high because I don't want to be disappointed. You're not going to be disappointed, bro. It's perfect. The movie's going to be just perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be so bad <laughs> if they let me down. It's not. It's, it, they, they already did a, 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 the the opening screening in L.A. Um, with all the stars and shit, and everyone has like good reviews about it. And if um, they let me down, I'm not going to see what is it that comes out this year? The Avengers. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, shit, yeah, shit. Matter of fact, if there is going to be a movie to beat Black Panther and um in any of this, it should be a Marvel movie. It and specifically, yeah. it should be an Avengers, a Marvel movie. There should be no other movie that beats Black Panther that is going to be acceptable except the Avengers. 
I second that notion. <laughs> Except the Avengers. That's the only movie I'll be like, I right, whatever. Um, yeah. But we'll talk more about that uh, next next um, podcast next week. And it's be your first time seeing Thanos too. And oh, yeah, shit. I mean, Infinity War is gonna be is gonna be the it's gonna be the shit. Um, do we have? Uh, did we cover everything? Are we good? Do you miss? Well, we didn't do the. So how's everybody's week been? Well, we didn't do the Kendrick and Drake. Oh, nobody okay. cares. Okay, never mind. Um, I, I mean, we could. I guess we could do it. Is yeah. the song that good, or is the song title and message that good for it to have that many plays? So it's Drake. Well, it's both. It's both. Um, <laughs> it's both of those things. Uh, set the stage. Drake broke Spotify and Apple's uh, day one release of a song record. It got played more than any other song ever um, in one day. And then also, uh, about a week and a half ago, this story is a little bit old, Kendrick Lamar is in the process of negotiating, he might be done by now, of negotiating his publishing deal, which means his writing, his pen, um, they're trying to determine how much that is going to be worth for the next couple of years. And right there in the middle of between 20 million and 30 million dollars. So, with that being said, um, who are we gonna go like wh- whose news is bigger? Like, who who's a, uh, we could argue who's a bigger artist, I guess. Um, I think they occupy the same side, the, not the same side, the, the the a different side of the same coin, personally, but um. I guess we could go there. Like, is is Drake's success of like the day one play? Is that because of just Drake and and Drake being the machine where anything that he puts out is gonna go through the roof, or was the song just that good? I think that the song was a very positive song. It was a very energy, like upbeat, positive type of song. So I think that helped. If it was some like moody, emotional shit, I don't think it would have done as 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 well. And Drake is good for some moody, emotional shit. Man. So, <laughs> um, if he released another Marvin's Room, I don't think that it would have. Oh, man. It would have. That's top 10 Drake right there. I, I don't know. If that, I, don't, I don't know. And he can't even really do that anymore because like there are other people that occupy that space now. So Bryson Tiller occupies that space of like emotional, moody Drake music. Like you, you can't really have those like type of songs out like like that anymore. Um George, what do you think? Do you think it was just all Drake? You're not a fan of Drake, so <laughs> I mean <Sure> the hell ain't. <laughs> hey, who are you? Mm-hmm. You don't like Drake? Like you said, <laughs> not like the positive message in it. I felt yeah. like with this song. Uh Drake's already uh, I saw see Drake ass. Come on man. He, he said truth. he said Drake, Drake is the truth. He's Drake said Drake is overrated. <laughs> Drake, Drake is the the ghost of Christmas past, as in oh. Ghost Rider. Oh, that was so disrespectful. <laughs> are we still are we still on the Ghost Rider things? Wow, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Ghost Rider. I mean, I mean, if you're in rap, there might be, but I, uh, I like if you're in gangster rap, it might be. But is Drake is Drake that kind of rapper? Shit, Drake is honestly barely a fucking rapper. He's more into like singing and rapping. So he's it's not like he's 
just a rapper and he's not just a singer. I mean, technically, Kanye West is not just a rapper. He's an artist. A video on Kanye West and like his music. That nigga might be the truth. I what? He, I don't know. He might be the truth. Man, name me a song that Kanye West didn't take the beat from a sample, like that he didn't sample. Like Kanye West, and I and I enjoy Kanye West, but I don't think Kanye West is that. Like he's not. He's not as. He, what am I trying to say? But it's a, it's just like so in the video it was really talking about what he's trying to do with the human voice and how he uses the human voice to create instruments and how he thinks that like the human voice is the best instrument instrument in the world. I mean, future's doing that now. Back to a lot of his shit, like it's fucking voices. Well, look, Kanye is a genius. Let, let's let's not get that twisted. Yeah. Kanye that is a genius. Smart. <laughs> I, I ain't saying he's a musical creator, but he's a musical genius. I, I, Kanye is a musical, intelligent mind. <laughs> I'm not calling Kanye a genius. I'm sorry. He married a Kardashian. I refuse to That's call him a genius. That's what I, I, said, I, said, I, said, I said. I said genius. I didn't say uh, a genius. I said musical genius. But what he said, he said, impregnate Bridget so when she have a baby, she gonna make another nigga. So he's kind of still a genius. Yeah, but then on Gold Digger, he says, when Whitty get on, he's going to leave your ass for a white girl. Mm. Oh, John, what the fuck he was going to do? <laughs> I get on, I'm going to leave you black hoes for a white girl. But she is going to be another nigga. So. Mm. Okay. And, and, and she's Armenian. She's not really white, white. But There's she's, that. She's white. She's super white. She's white. That's that's probably more white than white American. She's no, Caucasus mountain white. Uh, no, she, she ain't got no, she got no cracker in it. Armenian's closer to like Middle Eastern than white. Now, Kendall and uh uh Kylie, shit, that they're white. One, they are half white. Po child. Okay, so real quick in, though, I know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Wendy Williams was hella wrong by saying that Kylie needs to remember that her kid is going to look like her before the surgeries. That was fucked up, but it was funny. I mean, that's true, though. That's not a, that's not a wrong statement. The kid is going to look like what you look like before the surgeries. That's a, that's a, I, didn't, I didn't see the clip. I know what you're talking about, though. I don't know. If she, I'm sure, because Wendy's petty. She didn't say it that way. She didn't say it very like blunt like that. But that is a true statement. The kid will look like. How old is Kendall? Uh, Kylie. Kylie. Kylie is twenty one. Kendall yes. is twenty. I'm saying that like I don't have a laptop in front of me. Hold on. <laughs> twenty one years old having surgeries. Well, she was having surgeries before that. She's right. 20. Excuse me. <laughs> she's twenty. Kylie Jenner is twenty. I don't think she's pregnant. Personally, by the way, I know for the record, but I don't think she's pregnant. I uh, say, who the fuck gives a shit? Why y'all keep giving these people all this clout? Damn, Patricia's brought up. They went all the way with it. I did just bring it up. No, you brought it up, actually. Yeah. So okay, so back to so so with Kanye, with Kanye and Drake, right? Like I think that the diff, like I don't know. I'm a fan as a fan of Drake. I understand like Drake's really good and drake is talented and i enjoy his music um do i think that it is ridiculous that he broke those records a little bit 
it could have got a lot of plays, but breaking the record, like, God damn. Like, damn. Like, relax. You know what I'm saying? But, George, to your credit, if Kendrick Lamar released a song, it would have probably did the same thing. And I only reason and the only reason why I say that is because remember what 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 uh album was it? It was um it might have been I don't know if it was Damn or It's a Pimp a Butterfly, but when Kendrick and Drake, there was a moment where they released music like within a month or a month and a half from each other. Drake had released Views and then Kendrick had came with something like Kendrick had came out with something and views broke the Apple record. And then right after that, uh, whatever project that came that Kendrick had released broke Drake's record. (laughs) So like, I mean, they both have like an, like a, like a aura to them. Like Kendrick Lamar could literally like say hi on a track and it could be five seconds and he could end it with TDE and that shit would get mad plays, crazy plays. It would probably break some kind of like, because people are stands for, they have a, a healthy number of stan like fans, people who don't give a fuck. This nigga's hot and he's the dopest shit. And he could literally fart on a track and we're going to make that shit go platinum. They both have that. Mm. So, I think Kendrick would have did the same thing, but Kendrick is working on the Black Panther movie, something that Drake would never do. By the way, <laughs> Drake would have never got that because he's not a real one. <laughs> Shoot, you might not know the name of the album because it was Drake, Drake claims his blackness when it's convenient. That's probably what it was. That's a whole other topic for a whole another day that I will not be here for. Wait, what'd you say, uh, George? Drake claims his blackness when it's convenient. I think it's even. Oh, we're gonna have. Yeah, that's a conversation. Yeah, that's a conversation. I'm not even mad at him for that. Yeah, I mean, he's Jew. He's Jewish and he's Jew. He's black and white, and he's he claims that he's Jewish and he claims. Well, he claims that he's Catholic. No, Jewish. 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 Uh, well, yeah, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, how do we feel about Kendrick? How much is Kendrick's pen actually worth? That's a good question. His publishing deal is worth between twenty and thirty million dollars, which is phenomenal. I didn't think that Kendrick would be a hundred millionaire this quickly, but he's well on the way. Um, how much? How much would you say that his pen is worth, George? It's like MJ lifetime contract. MJ or LeBron? They they both have. Like I said, MJ. I didn't say LeBron for a reason. MJ lifetime contract. Well, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. but but LeBron does have a lifetime lifetime contract. With Nike. I know. I'm just saying. I said MJ for a reason. Ah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> ah, okay, Ken, okay, fair enough. Um, I think it's so. If you were to put a value on, so that's your value, a lifetime of. So what's like the what's the dollar amount of that? Because if we put it in perspective, MJ's dollar amount of what he's signed for. About maybe one point two billion dollars. Maybe he's made one point five billion already. Okay, he had to give some of that to his wife. <laughs> um, speaking of, well, I'm not gonna make that joke. Um, okay, so what 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 would be the dollar amount, George? Do you think for a lifetime contract of 
Kendrick's writing. Man, what a, a lifetime of fire. <laughs> let, let, let's let's shorten it. Let's make it. Let's make it five how years. How much was uh, Michael Jackson's catalog worth? Uh that's a good. I don't. Uh, no, oh, I think who bought that catalog? I think Jay Z might have bought that catalog, or did he buy Prince's catalog? I don't remember. Michael Jackson's catalog. Let's see. Seven seven uh seven hundred and fifty million dollars. All right. Jesus Christ. That that's how much that's how much Kendrick worth. Now that's for a lifetime. So that's a lifetime of music. Seven hundred and fifty million dollars? At least. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you gonna say, uh Jack? So you, you putting him up there with Michael Jackson, man. Yeah, you are kind of putting him up there with Michael Jackson, <laughs> bro. That's a good point. Oh man. <laughs> That's we, when we look no. back 25 years from now, he'll be the Michael Jordan the rap, right? Because I was about to just say, like, that's a whole different genre, and nobody so far has really taken the rap game where it needs to be. Like, it a lot of the stuff coming out is really, really good. I'll give everybody props on that, but nobody is trying to elevate any levels of rap. Shit, now we're kind of moving backwards as far as this mumble rapping thing. But once again, another topic for another day. I mean, I, there isn't a Michael Jackson of rap. Um, Kendrick is moving. I, you know, it's funny because people thought that Kanye West was going to be the Michael Jackson of rap. Yeah. So that, look how that turned out. I, mean, I um, can't speak on what Kendrick does overseas. But oh, if phenomenal. he's doing anything like he's doing in America, George might have a point. Yeah. So we're talking. So we're talking about like a lifetime. Like this is what he's going to be. Like fifty years into the future, this is what Kendrick will have amassed. Like he's going to be that nigga. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think Kendrick. I don't think there is a bigger star on this planet, or was on this that were was on this planet as big as Michael Jackson musically. I just don't. I don't think. And I am. I am. Saying that as a Jamaican and including maybe Bob Marley in that respect as the, maybe the only other person and the only reason why is because Bob Marley has turned into a religion of some sorts. Like yeah. Bob Marleyism is like a religion and you can't go higher than that. Like um, Nobody is worshipping Michael Jackson as a religion. People look at what Bob Marley does and use it as law. Like um, the face of Rastafarianism, like the the all of that shit. So I don't know if Kendrick can reach that potential. Um, and to some degree, and I hate to say it and be a pessimistic, a pessimistic person, I think in order for him to maybe be considered that, he might have to die. Like he might have to. He might. I don't know if he could be walking. Like it's. Because when people die, like, if they're really, really good, they get bigger. They just get immortalized. Like, they're harder than... This is why I don't think that that needs to happen. Back in the day, shit moved a lot fucking slower. True. Now, you can... Shit, Kendrick's been out for how long? And, like, this nigga is making hundreds of millions of dollars now. Like... I don't think making a hundred million dollars, but... Fucking... 
career. Shit is moving a lot faster for him to be able to put out the stuff that people will immortalize pretty much. Look. Instead of having to wait years for music to come out after he died. Like, even great painters back in the day, niggas ain't really see that shit until that nigga died. Like, the way that shit would travel. Now, with the internet, shit just go a lot quicker. I don't think it, I don't think he has to die for him to become as big as he can be. If he plays his cards white. I mean, right. And not marry a white woman. Well, he's already married, thank God. Um, to a black woman. And people think that, that, that <laughs> people have a problem with that because she's light-skinned. And they're like, why do you have to marry a light-skinned girl? Oh, my God. That's, that's just us being crabs in a barrel. And, um, that's why he made his own complexion. Right. Um, those people will be denied uh, their citizenship from it gets built. Um, and that's why Kendra's going to be the Michael Jackson of rap. Watch when it's Black Panther yeah. with the movie. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I think that Kendrick, if we were gonna do, I'm gonna make it smaller. So I'm gonna make a five year, de- no, ten year deal, a publishing deal. Kendrick should get at least 150 million dollars for a ten year deal. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much his public. That's how much his pen is. So you're saying 600 million dollars less than what George has put out for us? Well, well, well. A lifetime deal. I did a ten, ten a ten year. Okay. So for ten years, signing for ten years, one hundred fifty million dollars. Um, that's a, and I'm talking NBA contracts. Like I need him to have like a soccer kind of contract, like baseball type shit. Five years, two hundred and ten million. Like he should be getting paid whatever the fuck Steph Curry's getting paid for what the fuck he do because he's better at doing rap than Steph Curry is doing basketball. And he's better at rap than LeBron James is at basketball. And LeBron James is making buku money off of that shit. So if that means, so for example, Curry's getting paid. Who's the highest uh, paid uh, NBA player right now? Russell Westbrook or Harden? Harden? I think it is. George, remember? Per per year, Third year? Per year, Harden makes the most. Okay. okay, so what is it, 200 and something million dollars? That Whatever that is, then he need, they, because Kendrick has not lost a championship yet in, album, in music, in, like in music terms. Uh, so far, all of his albums that have debuted have gone platinum, so that's rings. Uh, Dan went double platinum, so that's two for one season. Uh, he's the MVP every year. Um... Yeah, match it. So if James Harden's getting paid two hundred and ten million million dollars for five years, six years, or whatever, Kendrick should be paid the same. <laughs> that that's how I that's how I that's how I look at it. Um, so this dollars they need to up that a little bit, bro. They need to go ahead and uh to, uh, to up that. I don't I don't know if it's Interscope or um who else who's above Interscope. I don't know, but whoever it is, Dr. Dre cut the check. That's all I know. I can't give him a lifetime deal. I, I don't know what Kendrick is going to be worth in a lifetime. I, I can't. I can't put a number on that. Like, you want to be the same? Rate that Kendrick is going. I don't know what. I don't know where that man is going to end up at. Like, he got all these white folks saying, "Nigga, come." 
Um, shout out to Kendrick. Shout out to Drake. Um, running the rat game. Um, just just killing it. Um, at a, on a later episode, we're gonna have to talk about the Migos and where they stand as one of the best groups uh, ever. Because apparently Quavo thinks that the Migos are the greatest group of all time, which is hilarious because they're not the greatest group out of Atlanta. <laughs> so, um, but I'm thinking about this real quick. Are the Migos would they be considered like a boy band? Because yes. they are a group of men, boys. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are. They are rap rock stars. It's disrespectful. Say it one more time, Jay. NSYNC was grown too. Ready? I don't know. It's happening. Blank Blank One Eighty Two was was grown too. Um, wait, wait. These niggas said best best. I That's would. Good. I know. I know, George. I know. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that next. 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 Uh, is are the me are the me because we need some more music topics, right? So where do the where will the Migos fall? Very easy conversation because, like I said, they're not even the greatest rap group. They're not even top three, maybe greatest rap groups coming out of Atlanta alone. And we're talking about worldwide. It's not happening in rap. No, especially with um, my husband out, uh, Andre Three Thousand being alive. Ooh, Jesus. Okay. All right, Jade. All right. Calm down. There you go. Uh, Keep it in your pants. Relax. Nigga don't listen to shit. He may. He might. You don't know. <laughs> Good one day. Obama's gonna come back for a third term, y'all. You know what? Fuck so what? He said Obama's gonna come back for a third term. Oh, oh, um, there's a there's a funny thing about that. I was watching this interview with him and um Larry. No, damn, David, David Letterman on Netflix. Um, and Obama was his first guest, and they were, and Obama was like, "I can't run again." And he was like, "Why?" He was like, "Not because of not because of the rules." It's not because of the rules that I can't run again. Is if if I ran again, Michelle would divorce me. Right. And everyone was like, "Oh, okay. Well, we can kind of see why you won't, won't run again." I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Uh, he was like, "It's like not the that has nothing to do with it." I, I, she would leave me. Like she, she would. <laughs> um, I thought that was pretty funny. But do we have anything else? Uh, we are. Well, all good. Um, we're at damn near two hours. Right, but it was yeah. a good conversation. Um, hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, we just gonna keep it coming. Do you have anything, Jay? Do you have anything before we cut this off? Or? Got your money right for the Super Bowl? Oh hell, I'm not watching this. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm not. I don't care about the Super Bowl. Man, I'm ready for the commercials. I might watch the commercials. You gotta watch. Tiffany Haddish has a Groupon commercial for the Super Bowl. I might watch that because that's one of our black queens out there running shit. <laughs> Y'all got anything else? Shout out to Cardi G. Wilson for making this beautiful Black History Month happen. Yes. Yes. The father of black history. Um, 
Y'all don't see him over here doing the fucking hooks. I'm not dealing with this shit. Big brother <laughs> Carter G was. Heck yeah, he was. What you mean? Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, maybe that's something that we can do. Um, for the next, what, three weeks, we will come up with uh, um, one person from our respective organizations um, that um, did good things for our black brethren and sisters. I don't think we should keep it just to those two. I'm just going to research everybody and just bring yeah. up some. Yeah, but for me and George, it would be kind of nice to, to do that. You know, just, 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 to rep, just to rep for the Greeks one time. <laughs> we done came a long way. We have. We've got a long way to go. That's another conversation. Yeah, exactly. My people go out and let's celebrate our our um our month. Cause they only give us one. And it's the shortest one of the year. So it's the shortest one of the year Give because it it's Frederick Douglass's okay. birthday. All right. Not because okay. it's the shortest okay. one. All right. I'm just trying to okay. inform you on black history. Uh-huh. You're so pretty. <laughs> All the misinformation. That's why, that's why we can't get anywhere, y'all. That's why we can't get anywhere. George is right about that one. Um if y'all don't have anything else, Jade, um, um and y'all, y'all be be easy out here in these streets, and don't do nothing to embarrass us, okay? Man, I want no coonery and niggatry happening during Black Black History Month. Damn it! All right, guys, <laughs> keep it. Shit, Negroes, keep it in your pants. All right. <laughs> you know, thanks guys for listening in. We're so glad to see you and hear from you every week. Be sure to like, comment, share us. Tell your friends, tell your church members, tell everybody. Yes. Yes. Now, see you next week. Peace out. Deuces.